it's the new year. People Happy are always like, oh, I'm having these New Year's resolutions. These are my goals for the new year. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking this year that I'm going to write a book about all the things that I should have done in my life. I'm going to call it my autobiography. Oh, I didn't know that's where that was. <laughs> Auto, autobiography. Yeah. That's really, that's very sweet, actually. <laughs> I thought it was going to go, I remember writing a joke. I updated it a bunch of times. Back in 2014 was the first time. I'm gonna go. Gonna, I'm gonna go into 2014 in high definition. That's my New Year's resolution. Attention, bad jokes, dad jokes, and puns that just don't work. The doctor will see you now. Hello, everyone. It's Evan DM's Joke Doctor. This is the first episode of 2024. It's a new year, new year, new me. Same podcast. Same me. Sorry, I lied. It's the same me. New year, new podcast. New year, new podcast. I met someone at a New Year's party, and they messaged me on Instagram the other day. They was like, do you want to start a podcast? And I was like, sure, because I didn't think they were going to say yes. And they said, yes, it should be about how men shouldn't have podcasts. And I was like, do you want me to just record your audio then and then upload it? And then they like crying laughing emoji at me. I was like, I have no idea if you're being serious or not. Wow. Yeah. This podcast might end soon. This podcast? Yeah. Why? Because if somebody else is going to come into your life podcasting and replace me. What? <laughs> I didn't. Hold on. Do you think that if I had a new podcast, I'd be like, well, I can only have one podcast, so I'm going to get rid of the established one? Maybe. Okay. Well. You might not have time for this podcast anymore. I th Well, if I do another podcast, it would just not be as good and I wouldn't care about it as much mm. because I would just be like, I can, I can record a podcast easily. Mm -hmm. The difficult thing is that I have to edit the podcast as well. And whenever I've done a podcast, I've been in charge of editing it. Mm -hmm. And my standard is just high enough that it's freaking annoying. This is my co-host, Sarah, who Hi. normally finds jokes in different places online or in books or whatever, uh, and then reads me the punch, the setup, reads me the setup, and then I try to guess the punchline. And then we talk about the joke. And sometimes we talk about like comedy stuff that's going on. Um, and we try to put you on to stuff uh, that's dope. I'm going to put you onto something. So do you know um, tone indicators? Mm -hmm. Like slash S for sarcastic or slash gen for genuine? Mm -hmm. I used an emoji today and then I put slash gen after it. And I just thought that was really funny. The idea of using a tone indicator for an emoji yeah. is just sort of like... There's not anything like wrong with that. Mm -hmm. It's just sort of like it's two things next to each other that you wouldn't normally see next to each other because like, why do I need a tone indicator for an emoji? It's an emoji. Mm -hmm. But it is actually helpful in some cases. Yeah. But I just thought it was like... sometimes when you use the crying emoji, but you're actually laughing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you want to say like crying yeah. slash half joking. I don't know how you would indicate which one. Crying Microsoft Teams doesn't have the upside down smiley face emoji. No? No, which I think is sad because sometimes I need that one. What does that mean to you? Unsatisfied, but not like mad about it. Hmm. 
we're not like annoyed either or like kind of annoyed but like yeah like i got a croissant the other day yeah from the coffee shop next to my work they had one last chocolate croissant in the pastry case and i said you know what I've been thinking about a chocolate croissant for weeks now, and I've just been telling myself, no, I don't need that. But there's just one. I'm just going to go for it. And so I I purchased the chocolate croissant. There was like a long line of people behind me. So when the cashier did not immediately get the chocolate croissant from the pastry case and hand it to me, I just figured it's because there's a long line of people and they're trying to like get these people's coffees going. And I figured she'd hand it to me eventually. But then the person behind me also ordered my chocolate croissant. And the cashier went to hand that person the chocolate croissant. And I said, wait, 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 that's mine. I ordered that and I've already paid for it. The other person hadn't paid yet. And the other person has the chocolate croissant in their hand and they go, fine, take it. And I went, thank you. I'm sorry that this happened. <laughs> but this is my chocolate croissant. That's really weird. <laughs> uh, and then I had like a meeting a little while later, and I was like, got on the meeting a little early, and so I was talking to my coworker on the meeting about my chocolate croissant incident, and then I hadn't eaten the croissant yet, uh-huh. but a little while later, after I ate the croissant, I went and updated my coworker, and I was like, croissant was kind of mid, should have let the other person have it, mm. and I wanted to use the upside down smiley emoji. And now we get back to it, yes. But... That wasn't an option, but I I don't remember which one I used. It was like a group chat with one of my coworkers and also my boss, and he said BRB Googling mid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I used the, the, the smiley with the crying, with the single tear. Ah, uh, yeah. That's yeah. I said, not quite sardonic enough. Yeah. It was like, the universe tried to protect me, and I foolishly <laughs> fought it. <laughs> That's good. Um, but yeah, and then my boss was like, BRB Googling mid, which was really funny. That's a good moral. Um, yeah. Shall we crack on with uh, the, I don't know, email section? Oh, yeah. We have a lot of emails. Oh, God. Let's do two of them. Okay. Here's an email from our friend Everett. Hell yeah. What's up, Evie? It says, a joke. I dropped out of jazz college, but I'm not too worried. You know what they say about jazz college. It's about the classes you don't take. Love contest winner ever contest winner Everett Hall. Wow, that's um, I think people who like do jazz hate that joke. Mm-hmm. Like they hate jokes that are like, jazz is about the things you don't do or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I do love it as someone who doesn't really care about what people who like jazz are into. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty good one. That's a good one, uh, Everett, because it is kind of like that. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. about the things that you don't pollute your mind with. Mm-hmm. However, my favorite version of this is the sh- also the shortest joke I've ever written, which is perfect jazz. No notes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next email. This is an email from Miller. It says, Evan is good at explaining things. Oh. Hi, gang. Just wanted to say that Evan's explanation of the double meaning thing where you have to have the broader meaning presented first and then the more narrow meaning afterwards makes total sense. This is how we're taught to write papers in school, the funnel method. Introduce the broad topic, get people thinking about the general area, then slowly whittle it down to your specific point. It's so much easier to make connections from the in, from inside the Venn Vin diagram to further down, and so much harder to think broadly once you've settled on a topic. 
Anyway, Evan made me feel guilty enough for not sending any emails. So there you go. Love y'all, Miller. Uh, a combination of guilt and quality. Yeah. That's what we bring. What a nice compliment. I do love to explain things. I try very hard to not mansplain, mm -hmm. but it's hard when you're a man and you're just really good at explaining stuff. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? What are you going to do? Also, sorry we didn't do a, an episode for the last couple of weeks, but we were not together. And also, I was sick. So it didn't happen. And I was going to, I did think about doing an episode where I just like read jokes and put like very soft Christmas music underneath it. But, uh, but I had COVID and I was a little tired. So I didn't really feel like doing that. Um, I didn't have the novel coronavirus because I have a really great immune system. You have a sinus infection right now. <laughs> it is a non-contagious sinus infection. <laughs> doesn't mean your immune system. It means my immune system is pretty good. Okay. I never had a fever with my sinus infection. Wow. It is simply my sinuses being too inflamed and like mucusy for some reason, but like the clear kind. That's good. My my COVID never got that bad either, honestly. We both have really good immune systems. And I think that's uh, one of the another great thing about this podcast is that we don't get sick a lot. Um, I think you've gotten COVID. Yeah, I have. More than twice? No. Since we've had this podcast? Just twice. Just twice? Just twice. I've had it zero times. Since we've done this podcast. Yeah. So. Well. Some of us have stronger immune systems. Okay. Well, you grew up with a bunch of very small children, so they expose you to a lot of diseases. And I didn't get sick from them. Yeah. I guess so. All right. You have a stronger immune system. Is that what you want to hear? Yes. Okay. You. Let's do the first joke. Okay. What do skeletons say to each other for good luck? Not break a leg, right? No. Um. For good luck. Is it like no guts, no glory? No. Um, feel free to point me in a direction. Oh, you were doing something physically and I had my eyes closed. <laughs> Fingers crossed? I'm pointing you in a direction. Up? Left? Is this useful or are you just... I'm just pointing you guys, in directions. Guys, if there's one thing I've learned, it's don't use an idiom. Was the fingers crossed part of it? Yeah. Is cross your finger bones. That's what? Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's nothing. Mm -hmm. That's literally the same thing. Yeah. It's just, oh, it's a skeleton. So they say bones. Bones. That's. Sarah's My just crossing their. really bendy. Sarah's just crossing their fingers and looking at them. They're like really curved. This is the kind of thing that people will like say as a joke when they're making fun of someone who is high on weed for the first time. And you're just like, dude, my fingers sober as hell. Just my fingers are so bendy. <laughs> they are. It's very bendy fingers. Um, now, that joke is really bringing nothing to the table in regards to like skeletons being involved at all. Um, Can you do this? And do that forever. Sarah has just asked me if I can close. Well, don't do it. Well, they need to hear. They don't need to. No, they don't. <laughs> that might be an unpleasant <laughs> noise for some people to hear. And I don't want to force people to hear an unpleasant noise. I don't even know what it's like clenching. It's like almost making a fist. Please. I'm going to. I have to cut that. 
and just cracking all the fingers. Well, I was wearing gloves the other day and doing something similar, and I was getting that kind of thing out of it, but I don't think, I don't know why that was happening in that context. Maybe it was just because my hands were cold, but Guts Glory feels like a better thing because that's actually skeleton related. It's a thing that, because like people have finger bones, just like skeletons do. So you, as a person, could say, cross your finger bones, that you don't have to be a skeleton to do that. But I don't know, if you were like, it does feel like maybe with skeleton, you could do something with the Jolly Roger because that's like crossed mm-hmm. bones. So, I, but, I, but they're not finger bones, but I don't know. Maybe if you like physically had finger, finger bones, bones. I hardly know her. <laughs> What's the next joke? Why was the tire self-conscious? The tire self-conscious? Yeah. Uh, something to do with it being flat? No. Gassy? No. Gassed up? Not. It hadn't been gassed up. No. Or because oh, it's not gas. Well, it is gas. Air is a gas, but it's not called yeah. gas. Um, Gasoline doesn't go in the tires. No. That's not how cars work. I know. But air is a gas. Yeah. And you put air in the tires. Mm-hmm. So technically it's true. but That's not gasoline. No, it is not gasoline. That's, that's the word I said. Yes, it is. What are other things that tires have? Treads? Grooves? Sometimes lack thereof. It was out of the groove? No. Was that a hint? Yes, it was a hint. The tire was self-conscious because... But it's not that it didn't have a groove. It wasn't, or in the groove, or, I don't know. Because it was balding. (laughs) Okay. I guess that is what they call when that happens to tires. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Tires are really expensive. That's true. Is this your segue into telling? I paid $525 for four new tires. (laughs) It's a flawless segue. That was my Christmas present to myself, along with the other car work that I had to get done. I spent mm-hmm. over a thousand dollars getting my car fixed while I was in Tennessee and that was terrible. And when I suggested to my parents that maybe they could help me pay for these tires cause they didn't get me a Christmas present. Sad. They looked at me like I was crazy and I said, okay, I see how it is. Also none of my siblings got me a Christmas present. I got no Christmas presents. It was really sad. <laughs> you know this is ostensibly a comedy podcast (laughs) and i was thinking about like if i did another podcast it would be like unlicensed therapy advice and i think i've found my way into that podcast a lot sooner than i expected I overcorrected, and I spent a thousand dollars fixing my car as my Christmas present. So yeah, I also bought myself Legos. That's good. And some new books. So that's good. Well, if you want to email us uh, at edjdpodcast@gmail.com, you can send a virtual Christmas present to Sarah. Maybe like a gift card to Dunkin' Donuts. Or no, you don't need don't to know. do that. Yeah, I'm telling people they can't do that. Yeah, but they don't need to do that. Yeah, of course they don't need to do Christmas that. Christmas is past. Yeah, but it could just be a present. I don't need any presents. You just said you didn't get any. It was sad. Yeah, it was sad, but I'm past that. Yeah, but if people want to. Um, the first <laughs> episode one of Evan DM's Unlicensed Therapy podcast is if people do nice things for you, you can just say, yeah, you just accept it. It's fine. Let's do 
Do you want to do another? How? Where are we? We're at twenty minutes. Oh my god. Do you want to do one of the middle sections? Yeah. Okay. We are going to transition now to a very exciting comedy news, and that comedy news, Sarah, would you like to share? Wonka movie was a little (laughs) (laughs) underwhelming. (laughs) That's the comedy review. (laughs) The comedy, (laughs) fine. Okay, if you don't want to big yourself up, I understand. I went viral on the internet. You did. And then somebody stole my tweet today. Focus on the positives. What was the tweet? Somebody also reposted my tweet on Instagram without credit. And then when I asked for credit, somebody said, your data is free. And I said, what the fuck's that supposed to mean? Actually, I blocked that person. Anybody who's telling me that my information is free doesn't need to be following me or have the access to my information. Where is this tweet? Oh, it's further back than I thought. Oh, it's literally your... It was my first tweet of this year. Your first tweet of the year. Wow. Yeah. Um, The tweet is a picture of Google Maps. No, it's Apple. Apple Maps. Apple Maps. And it says Friendship Road. Yeah. It's a little tag that says Friendship Road. And you said... This is in Virginia. And you said, I went here and everyone knew and loved you. Yeah. And it has, as of right now, 5.4 thousand retweets, 41,000 likes, and 1.3 million views. Yeah. I tweeted that while I was driving. Don't tell anybody that. It's illegal. <laughs> <laughs> it was while I was driving on I-81. And I had been driving for, I don't know, well, that was at noon, I think, when I tweeted it. So I've been driving for like seven hours. Um, and yeah, twelve oh eight. I didn't think that most anything would happen. I thought uh, my friends are really going to think this is funny. I'd get like ten likes. Mm-hmm. I was really hoping for that ten likes. That was going to be <laughs> the dopamine hit I needed. And now it just goes to show you the like the duplicity of of success because you were like I would be happy with ten likes. Yeah, and now it's viral. Yeah. and your first thought is it keeps getting stolen and it makes me yeah. upset. <laughs> It's a, it's, that's a tough, it's, it's a feeling. It's Let me my tell first you. taste of fame. Yeah. And as someone who's had, who've been in this situation, absolutely one of the most fun things is focusing on the negatives. Like I love roasting people in the comments of my viral videos. Yeah. And just having a thing to complain about is like, was ge- like genuinely when I think about like having posts pop off, I'm like, I kind of miss just interacting with like, and it sounds like I'm being sarcastic. I genuinely mean it's so fun mm-hmm. because they're just, it's just a bunch of idiots and it's just like something to talk about. I'm a little sad that nobody from my hometown has uh, reached out to me um, <laughs> to say, haha, I saw your tweet. Yeah. Because that time when I was on one of your TikToks that went viral, mm-hmm. so many people from my hometown messaged me. People I had never really talked to, but I was just like friends with on Facebook. Yeah. Or like Muchies on Instagram. And they messaged me and they'd be like, wow, looks like you're having a fun time living up in the big city. And I went, I live in upstate New York. I live nowhere near New York City. The fifth biggest city. Yeah. I mean, I I suppose the difference is like those people saw you and your face and your voice and stuff. And this is just like, it's clearly you Mm -hmm. in the top left corner, but it's just like not, people aren't looking at who tweeted it. Yeah. Unless it's like. You know, it there's there's a level of virality where like the person who says it becomes like a part of it. You know, yeah, kind of a tough thing. Yeah, I'm about not it. the kombucha girl. 
No, unfortunately not. But I kind of hope that like maybe I continue to have small amounts of internet success mm-hmm. and people are able to go, I went to high school with her and she was so annoying. <laughs> that's the dream. Yeah. I, you know, that's, cr- I actually, no one has ever said that about me to my face, yeah. but I do. Now that you mention it. I, <laughs> Somebody's probably I, said it. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Oh, oh no. I definitely have had people be like, this guy shows up all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. Hate it. But I don't think it was people I went to high school with or anyone from the, my hometown. I think it was other people from online, like people from the Mountain Goats mm. shit posting group who didn't like me or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. In the, the, um, the one chat was formed <laughs> as a result of, you know, hating me and, and the other the other boys. Yeah, it was bad priestess. Oh, yeah. Well, no men allowed. Hey, well, look, it's nice that they found something to unite them. And if there's one thing to unite about, as the people that they were rebelling against knew from the jump... Making fun of other people is a huge part of it. Yeah. You know, it's it's really it's really bonding. Currently, Jordan and I have a song popping off on Instagram about Lyman from Garfield. Uh, and that one that one is doing pretty well. Though it was posted on TikTok and then got copyright claimed because Jordan had posted his own song on Spotify. <laughs> and there was literally no way of appealing it. It doesn't have a thing that's just like, this is my song, by the way. That's really funny. It's it's really funny. And he was and just- also like really upsetting. Really, he was really like upset, but it's like, it is it, very funny, funny, unfortunately. Um, you like email TikTok? Yeah, I think he's reached out in all the possible ways, but it's just like, it's- it's clearly that they like put a thing that was like, it's going to help people not have their songs re-uploaded by people who whose those songs don't belong to. <laughs> but then it was like, mm, should we have a contingency plan just in case people want to share their own music? Yeah. Well, no. That might help them be popular and then eventually leave the, the app. Uh-huh. So it's or, or just incompetence where they literally didn't think about it past the first thing that they were focusing on. Comedy reviews. <laughs> We saw Wonka in 40X. Wonka. I keep forgetting we saw it in 40X. <laughs> oh my God. If you don't know what 4DX is, it's a thing that like mostly happens at like freaking amusement parks or whatever, yeah. where they like put you in this big seat that moves and they spray you with water and smells and they like like shift the whole seat around so that you experience what's going on in the film. Yeah. And I love do lighting stuff. Yeah. And I loved the idea. A lot of smoke as well. Yeah. What what was what was happening when there was like it was it in the steam room like in the laundry room they had like actual smoke come up or steam come up out of like the front of the theater. It might have been. Um, like they were on a boat at some point. Hmm. What was actually disappointing was when one of the boats like blew up yeah. and like nothing happened in the 4DX part. Yeah, it didn't like like, like move shake us the seats or anything. No splash of water. Yeah. I think there was a little bit of like a flash of light, yeah. but. That was it. It was it's like, hey, this is the this is the part where you could have like really <laughs> given us a big shake. Us up, yeah. Like Timothy Chalamet gets thrown down a laundry chute, yeah. and we go whoa, yeah. and then a boat blows up with us on it. <laughs> and Nothing. Like, big flash of light. It's like, oh no, they were like, well, if you were on a boat that blew up, you'd die. So. Yeah. 
you just see light. <laughs> That'd be the end of it. You wouldn't feel anything. No. I, I do like the... My assumption or my guess is that they're like, we can't simulate a death in the 4DX chairs. That's not good. Um, you just electrocute you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they turn we into in, electric chairs. Yeah, we go to the 4DX to watch like the Ted Bundy documentary. Yeah. <laughs> and it's no movement until the end when yeah. it literally kills you. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. I do like the the chairs would like kick you in the back a little mm. bit sometimes. Mm-hmm. I thought that was funny. I did not like how they like blew stuff at oh, the Oh no, feet. I didn't. Oh no, I hated that. That was unpleasant. Didn't like that. Um, also, the chocolate smell was bad. Really bad. Didn't and, smell like chocolate. And it's Wonka, and there's a lot of chocolate. Yeah. And the smell just wasn't... It was like the smell of what a chocolate toothpaste would yeah, smell like or maybe. taste like. Like, it's clear what they were going for, but it, it never It's like point. somebody described chocolate to someone who's <laughs> never had chocolate before, yeah. but they were bad at describing it. And they were just like, okay, so it's like... But it's, they didn't even brown. get It's brown. It's <laughs> brown. Can you make a brown smell? Uh, okay. So the thing about the movie overall is that I found Timothy Chalamet like really not charming in the way that I would want that character to be. Mm-hmm. And he just, he he is not whimsical. Like I think that he is maybe charming in like a heartthrob way. Yeah. But Wonka is charming in a goofy way. Yeah. And like it just... It didn't really work because it's very much a character-driven thing. Mm-hmm. So all of the character actors, like Olivia Coleman and Tom Davies, who play like the laundry people, they're great at like being that character, mm-hmm. and they were fun. Keegan Michael Key plays the police officer, and he's like doing a character. Yeah, and like the rich dudes are doing characters, and those all work. And Timothy Chalamet is like a guy who has magic powers. Yeah. And there are a lot of questions in the Wonka film. Yeah. Um, why can't he read? Yes. Why can't he read? That's a big one. <laughs> why don't they unwrap the chocolates? Oh, it. All of it. Yeah. All of his chocolates look like they're wrapped. Like they're but wrapped, it's just and people like, just. Clump. But they're just like weird chalk hard shells on the outside. Yeah. Also, like the sound every time somebody bites into chocolate. It's just. Yeah, it's very loud. Every single time. Was so weird to leave that movie and not be like, oh man, I would have loved to eat the chocolates in that. And it's a movie about how chocolate is delicious. And you're just like, none of them look good. They look like fake chocolate from a movie set. Yeah. Just like it's, he's doing homemade chocolates, but they're like perfect. I also like, okay, he has this chocolate going overnight Mm -hmm. that he's making and then the Oompa Loompa takes it and he goes, yeah. man, I don't have any chocolate. But when they open the chocolate store, he just makes a whole store full of chocolate that day. Yeah. And it's massive. It's so ridiculous. I, it, it doesn't make sense. Where's the continuity there? It's Also, there's a kid named Noodle. Why the fuck is that kid named Noodle? Well, the child name, I think, didn't she give herself that name? I don't know. But why would you name yourself Noodle? But also... Why could Noodle read? She was an orphan, but Wonka couldn't read. He had yeah. a mom. Yeah. Also, he yeah he could... lost his mom way after the point where he should be able to. He read. also like can write his name and recognize his name. Yeah, and his name has an A in it. But at one point, Noodle is teaching him the letter A, and he is confused. <laughs> Didn't forgot about that. 
<laughs> oh man. And he like, I guess it's cause he spent, I think the things you're, the thing you're supposed to think is like, he spent all his time making chocolate. He didn't have time to read, but it was like, he clearly started making chocolate like after his mom, died. after his mom died and his mom could read and write. And yeah. there's no reason. Also like it, did it make sense that he has this magic chocolate power and then like the story with his mom is like, I got one cocoa bean for my birthday every year for however many years and mm-hmm. then my mom turned it into a chocolate bar. Like where the fuck did you get your chocolate magic from? I don't know. I don't know. Also. Yeah, he can just do magic. Yeah, he just does magic. That's not explained. Where'd he get the magic? He's not just like in in the original movie. It's like, oh, this isn't a, this guy's a, an ecstatic, not ecstatic. This Eccentric? in the original, yeah. In the original movie, the Gene Wilder Wonka is like an eccentric creator and inventor. Yeah. And chocolate, chocolatier. Yeah. And in this one, it's like he's a, Timothy Chalamet plays a weird boy who has chocolate magic. Yeah. And it doesn't make sense. Also, at like, all. he goes to this town that has three other guys who are known for making chocolate. Yeah. And then Noodle never had chocolate before meeting Wonka, yeah. despite living in the town that has three guys who make chocolate and everyone in the town eats chocolate all the time. Yeah. That didn't make sense. Like, clearly she... And she's the and one also, who, like, leaves she, the yeah, laundromat. she leaves. She could have... She goes out to town. ...had some chocolate once. Yeah. Like, it... That's a great there, point. I didn't... I forgot about that. Yeah. There are a lot... Of, I have a lot of thoughts about this he movie. He can fly. Okay, also, <laughs> people are like, fly. it's a secret musical. For something to be a secret musical, I would think like you'd have to get like twenty minutes in, and then a song happens. Yeah. But it opens with it opens Timothy Chalamet singing, a, a and then not... people are like, "But the the trailers didn't have him singing." I don't give a fuck. It's not a secret musical no. when he opens singing. It's a it's um, it's also every song is forgettable. Yes. Also, there are a lot of parallels to the movie Annie or the musical Annie. Sure. Um, like one of Noodle songs is just straight up one of the songs from Annie. Basically, in and form, yeah. For an overall plot, Timothy Chalamet goes to a town to make chocolate and sell it because that's where, like, the hub of people who are into chocolate is. It's presumably France. If I don't remember seeing that, but apparently, it's presumably France. Also, there are there's no cohesive accent. Everybody has their own accent from a different place. Yes, I'm going to do the plot overall. So he shows up in this town to sell chocolates, but. He and he does, but then the rich moguls try to shut him down because they're too afraid of the thing that he creates because it's going to change the game. He's a, he's a disruptor in the game, mm-hmm. and so he loses all of his money through that and through giving it away and being scammed. He ends up in a uh, hotel um, that scams him out of his money, and in order to pay for his incredible bill, he has to work in the laundry of this hotel and then he basically has to devise his way to start to sell his chocolate um with a band of misfits with a band of misfits who also got scammed into working in the laundry um and he has to like sell his chocolate make enough money to get out of the out of debt and open up a chocolate place and he keeps getting thwarted by these like rich people who are trying to keep him down and the cops are like in the pocket of big chocolate and um then one of the cops eventually becomes big chocolate exactly becomes big and chocolate um and 
then he does open his his store, which he makes with magic, I guess, or dreams or something. It's not really explained because it's like he's like, imagine a place and it will be real. Mm-hmm. And then everyone eats real chocolate that mm-hmm. has been poisoned. Yeah. And then he like gets in trouble for poisoning people and that ruins his name. And then it turns out it was the like washer and hotel people who poison them. And then he gets... And then there's the Oompa Loompa. Oh, there's so much bullshit like, in this like movie. Like he makes that chocolate in a day mm-hmm. and the hotel people poison it. He yeah, can just when? make it again. And when? When? Yeah, when do they do that? It seems like it. Um, like you see the store and it's empty. Yeah. Or fully dark. And then he takes one guy and he's just like, just pretend with me. And then he walks inside and it's in a, a beautiful, amazing chocolate room and everything's edible but it's all poisoned. But like, none of it makes any sense. He doesn't kill anybody, but they just like they get like fuzzy purple hair. hair. Yeah. Oh god, it's not even really worth recapping at this point. But it, I don't know. Also, the mom is dead. Wonka's mom is dead. Wonka's mom dies early, uh, and then he's and the, he just carries around the chocolate bar that she made. Yeah. He just carries that around with him. Old ass chocolate. Like, and then he eats it at the end. He's been just carrying around this chocolate bar in his jacket pocket for who knows how long and then decides to share it with people. Bro, nobody wants that expired ass, nasty ass, dead mom chocolate. Yes. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Dead mom chocolate. And then also the Oompa Loompa is like apparently, apparently Charlie, which he's not. No, Charlie's not not Charlie. Charlie. Charlie's not there at all. He's Willie. He's Wonka. Yeah. Uh, Wonka steals cocoa beans from like everything that he has is super rare and esoteric yeah and apparently like giraffe that's, milk yeah and it's like is that really what makes it different he has to milk a giraffe at one point yeah. they break into the zoo yeah that's, I, and he, I, then he sings <sighs> what is basically a love song to the child which is kind yeah, of weird. Yeah, which is like weird there's like weird pedophilia happening there it's, you don't like the vibes though. and I'm still I'm still so upset like thinking about him just making that store full of chocolate in a day and then like being like, oh, I don't have enough giraffe milk. I can't make the chocolate tonight for my little machine that I have. What the fuck? He, it's like, does he have magic or not? Right. Like it doesn't make none of it makes sense. Mr. There's, there's a lot of issues. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Bean, Ron Atkinson, is a corrupt priest who loves chocolate. He's a fun character. Mm hmm. I feel like there were maybe three or like the difference between this and Paul Blart is like I laughed in this movie at points. It like there was funny stuff going on, but like overall not particularly compelling. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know Hugh Grant's middle name is, is Mungo. Okay. <laughs> I don't think that's true. <laughs> I feel like it's that's on the Wikipedia. Th- is it? It's, go to the click on the actual thing. No way. I see. I've always seen this, and I thought it was like, I thought it was a joke. It's in the court because it's humongo. Humongo. <laughs> no way. No way are we going through the fucking way back machine and court documents to find his name is Hugh Mungo. Honestly, the best thing about Hugh Grant 
first of all, being Hugh Mungo. But the thing about Hugh Grant, Hugh John Mungo Grant, he plays a tiny, tiny Oompa Loompa. And he reportedly hated that role. And he's like by far the best character. Oh, yeah. He does such a good job. It's unsettling to look at because like his hands and his face are like normal sized. And the, the rest of him, scale of him is, is weird, <laughs> but it's like, yeah, he's like ex. He gets exiled from his from the Oompa Loompas because he was on watch when Wonka stole the cocoa beans. Yeah, and so he has to go get the chocolate back, and in in the form of like stealing Wonka's chocolate. Um, and then eventually he just goes into business with Wonka, which what? I suppose is like their way of of retconning the fact that Wonka has slaves. Yeah, maybe, but. Except for like in the other, in the the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. That's the other thing is that like whatever's been established in other yeah. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory movies does not apply in this one. Like in the Johnny Depp one, Wonka has a dad who's a dentist. Mm-hmm. And the whole reason why he becomes a chocolatier is because his dentist dad didn't want him having any candy because it would give him cavities. And so he got into chocolate to spite his father. It's not and, and like, in this one it would make you think that he lived with his mom on a boat yes it, like like it literally shows you that he's living with his mom on a boat um and then like with the oompa loompas like it was like a whole deal like they made an agreement that he gets these oompa loompas in the johnny in, depp in the one? johnny depp one oh. yeah and he speaks their language and it's like <laughs> And <laughs> in the Gene Wilder one, they do not explain the the Oompa Loompas at all, which I think is the right choice. <laughs> I don't like if you're just going to have like, I think it's the wrong choice when it comes to sort of being politically like correct about is slavery bad. But as far as telling a compelling story, um, you just want to have those weird guys who have something going on and you never know what it is. Yeah. Let us stop talking oh. about Wonka. In Dahl's original, the Oompa Loompas were starving African pygmies, subsisting largely on a mash of green caterpillars and red tree bark until rescued by Willy Wonka. He smuggled the entire tribe out of Africa in packing crates to live and work and sing and goof and dance in the Chocolatier's Plantation uh, factory. That's from the New York Times. The New York Times reported on this? Yeah. <laughs> the day after your birthday. Wow, that's very sweet. Yeah, can um, can the Oompa Loompas be saved? <laughs> I know that there's so much more Oompa Loompa business to be attended to, but the depressing truth about Willy Wonka's Oompa Loompa. I also really, I mean, when you look at him, it's like I guess that kind of is what Hugh Grant looked like. Yeah, like it it works, but I do like that there was a bunch of them. Yeah, it's because in the Johnny Depp one, they introduced that it's one guy playing all of them. And that was a weird choice, in my opinion. Really? Yeah, it's like the all the Oompa Loompas in in Johnny in the Johnny Depp one are like one dude playing all the Oompa Loompas. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I guess they were all played by actor Deep Roy. Mm hmm. So they just like clone him like CGI. Mm hmm. That's crazy. Yeah, the Johnny Depp Willy Wonka movie is kind of weird. And he says, good morning, starshine. The earth says hello. And he's like, I don't know how to talk to children. Who says that? Johnny Depp. 
Hmm. That's... Good morning, Starshine. The Earth says hello. Hmm. Yeah. Whatever that's about. Interesting. Anyway. Why was the snake coughing so much? The snake coughing? Mm Mm-hmm. Too much chocolate. (laughs) Yeah, he ate one of Willy Wonka's It Makes You Cough Chocolates. Um, Cofflet. Cofflet. When you do like a little cough, <coughs> cough lip. Um, I got you. Why was the snake coughing? Had a frog in its throat. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I guess it. It guess it would. Do it, snakes eat frogs? That's. I mean, that's the only thing is I. I can't specifically think of a f- snake eating a frog that I've seen. Snake but like eating frog. Snake eating a frog. But like, do snakes eat frogs? Snakes eat mice, rats, birds, frogs, fish, insects, lizards, <laughs> eggs, and sometimes other snakes. And sometimes why? This is from Britannica. I, yeah, like there's no reason that a snake wouldn't eat a frog if it's available. Unless they don't like frogs. But if they're like. Like, I don't really like frogs. I think they're a little icky. Yeah. The bumps don't feel good. No. On my vertebrae. I guess it, there probably are picky snakes. Yeah. I mean... Snakes living in first world countries are able to be picky about these things. Oh, you eat mice? Oh. Oh. I eat guinea pigs. Fancy ones. Yeah. From the shops. (laughs) (laughs) Snakes only shop at Whole Foods. (laughs) They only eat Whole Foods? That's great. Wow. That's. I mean, that should be that should that should be a joke instead. It's just like where do where do snakes get their food? Snakes. Where do snakes shop? Yeah, where do snakes shop? Whole Foods. Whole Foods. Yeah, where where does it? How does a snake get dinner? Whole Foods. Something like that. It's something like that. Let's uh, let's run it out. Let's computer joke. Jokes from the computer. Jokes a computer told to me. Computer jokes? My computer joke news is that last time I was in Tennessee visiting and I went to um, gather more computer jokes. From your parents' From the parents' Alexa. um, It only told jokes that were related to The Sims (laughs) and also didn't show the the words (laughs) on the Alexa show. It just had weird images of The Sims. It sounds fake. I wish it was. <laughs> yeah, I tried on like three separate days and it did that That's the whole time so I was there. Weird. Um so I Alexa don't know. Sims glitch. Yeah. But it's okay. I have like some I just always try to gather more whenever yeah. I'm visiting. Anyway. I think the what I was thinking though, and right into uh EDJD podcast I almost said my actual personal email. <laughs> <laughs> right into Evan RD. Uh right into edjdpodcast at gmail.com what you think about this idea. Because I don't like AI, but I think it would be interesting to have AI write a joke, like ask AI to write a joke on a specific topic and see if it can write something good. Because I do think a worthy use of AI is or a worthy use of like talking about it is seeing how far away it is from its ability to create jokes like this, right? Is uh, instilling within our community the idea that uh, what we do is not 
so easily replace it. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, let's hear that computer joke. How do you start a party on the Starship Enterprise? Is it something to do with planet? No, you planet. Now this is Star Trek, right? Mm-hmm. Is it? Is it like um? That's the original series. My is favorite. It, is it like um? Where is it based off of that like phrase like where no Mm-mm. to the final frontier? Well, like go where no man has gone before. Exactly. No. Um, These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. Sarah's their doing mission. The, the hand thing. It's the Vulcan salute. Yeah, I said that's what I said. <laughs> the hand thing. Um, and it's with the thumb out. People do it with a thumb in, and that's incorrect. It's with a thumb out. Of course. I don't think I know enough about Star Trek to, to answer this oh. one. Set phasers to fun. Yeah, I wouldn't have got there. I'm a, I'm aware of set phasers to stun, but I don't think I would have generated that. That's stupid. No, it's not. Set phasers to fun is not stupid? No, I don't think so. Okay. Follow me by finding Evan DM on the internet. Follow Sarah at Sarah A B T W. That's Sarah with an H. And go retweet that pop and tweet. It's from January first. Um, and uh, you know, maybe what you should do is like send us an email at edjdpodcast@gmail.com. Whatever you want. Uh, we have a Patreon. Patreon.com/slash/joke-doctor. Honk joke was um, Whole Foods. Whole Foods. You also, I think you said something about chocolate mothers, but I don't remember what it was. I'll remember when I edit, but. Um, no one wants to eat your old ass. Dead mom dead, chocolate, dead mom I think chocolate. maybe is what it was. Yeah. Um, and then bonk joke was um, finger bones. That's bullshit. Also, a lot of what happened in Wonka was yeah. a bonk joke. Uh, and as always. I have a lot of beef with like Wonka. Okay. Like as I just, always, like I want to. I want to talk to like the writers. <laughs> I want to know, guys. Like they didn't edit it. I try to. They they just, just like the, the they drafted something, and they were like, "Yeah, this sounds good." And then that was it. Guys, I'm just to the they had like three different guys writing it, and none of them like collabed at all. They just all showed up, and they're like, "Y'all finish your parts." Podcast. Yeah. All right. Cool. Let's film this thing, and that was the end of it. Like, why can't Wonka read? <laughs> but also, why can he recognize letter A when it's in his name, but not when it's just by itself as letter A? You said that one already. I want to know why. He wants to know why, too, because he can't read letters. Can we end the podcast now? I or, guess. Are you going to keep talking to me about Wonka after Maybe. the Maybe. Okay. As we always say, whenever I'm desperately trying to end the podcast, if it ain't joke. Don't fix it. Goodbye. But if it's Wonka, do you fix it? Oh my God. <laughs>